Am I in the air? All right, all right. What is going down, everybody? I am back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Don Mega. This is Am I on the Air? This is your one stop shop for all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news and television movies and non spoiler reviews. You come right here to Am I on the Air? I am broadcasting a day late. I like to drop the show on Tuesdays, but got a lot going on this week. It is obviously getting close to Christmas, and there's just a ton going on. So I had to find the right time to be able to do this, and it happens to be a Wednesday. So it is December the 20th. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios. It is a Wednesday night, so I am a little late, but I will be breaking down the news for you. It's season 27, episode 17. Tonight's show is called The Freelance Plan. We're going to be talking a couple non-spoiler movie reviews, a couple TV shows, and then, of course, the news of the week. And that's how we like to get it done around here as we head into this holiday season. I hope everybody's doing great out there. Before we get started with the reviews, I do want to do a little shout out. I got an email today from Buzzsprout, who is my glorious podcast host here. And they did their own version of Wrapped. Now, if you got Spotify, you got Apple Music, lot of stuff a lot of sites this year are doing this rap thing where they kind of wrap up your year right this is the all the stuff that you did i mean i even got one of these from peacock the other day and uh everybody's doing it now so buzzsprout my little podcast host here did one as well for my wrapped of 2023 and i gotta say i'm pretty happy with some of these numbers that they gave me man so the podcast overall is in the top 10 percent of all podcasts on Buzzsprout, which makes me very, very happy. We had over 229,000 downloads in 2023. Uh, we streamed in over 112 countries. We had 53 episodes and over 2,776 minutes were streamed. Um, really awesome stuff, man. Being in the top 10%, having almost 230,000 downloads. Uh, and especially over a hundred countries is pretty damn incredible. So thank you, Buzzsprout, for sending me that. And I just want to do a little shout out there because that's pretty damn cool. All right, let's get on into these reviews. Non-spoiler. Going to start things off with a new movie called The Family Plan. And this one here is streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. This is an Apple TV Plus original starring Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Monaghan. These are your two leads here. And Dan Morgan is many things, a devoted husband, a loving father, and a celebrated car salesman. He's also a former assassin. And when his past catches up to his present, he's forced to take his unsuspecting family on a road trip unlike any other. So yes, you have seen this kind of movie before. This is what I like to call True Lies Light. 
Um, remember True Lies of Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He was a spy and he's got to try to live a normal life with Jamie Lee Curtis and they don't know what he's done in the past. That's this here, man. You got Mark Wahlberg in the lead here. Like they said, a devoted husband, loving father. He's a car salesman and he just loves his life, man. He's very happy with his life. But he used to be an assassin uh, many, many years ago. And a picture of him ends up landing on social media, which therefore lands some pretty dangerous people to find him that have been looking for him and track him down. So he tricks his family into going on this road trip to Las Vegas to try to get away from these bad guys. And then, of course, you got a lot of hilarity and you got a lot of action. This is an action comedy, which is my favorite genre, man. I love comedies and I love action. So you put them together, you got me a happy boy. Um, so like I said here, you got uh, Mark Wahlberg as the lead, Michelle Monaghan playing his wife. Maggie Q is in this movie. Uh, Siren Hines. Um, and a couple other faces that pop up throughout. I like this movie. I did like it. I'm a Mark Wahlberg guy. I like Mark Wahlberg a lot. And I like movies like this. Like I said, I love action comedies. I like stuff that's just easy to digest sometimes, especially being a streaming movie. Threw it on over the weekend. We chilled out and we watched it. Like I said, it's very cookie cutter. You've seen this movie a million times. This is nothing new here. It's not outstanding, but it's a fun little time to watch at home. And that's why I would recommend it. I thought Michelle Monaghan was great. She's always great when she pops up. I love me some Maggie Q. I thought the kids were good. Um, and it was just a fun little ride. So if you like action and you like comedy and you like the sounds of this movie, I think you'll dig it for what it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, the family plan, I'd land right in the middle there. Three out of five stars. I thought it was good and a fun little time there. My second movie is a new film called Freelance. This movie was just in theaters about a month ago. Um, most of you missed it because there was like zero marketing for it and nobody went and saw it and it pretty much crashed and burned. So I rented this over the weekend and decided to give it a watch. And this is John Cena's newest movie, uh, also starring Alison Brie. So this one here is about an ex-Special Forces operative who takes a job to provide security for a journalist as she interviews a dictator. But a military coup breaks out in the middle of the interview and they're forced to escape into the jungle where they must survive. So when I saw the trailer for Freelance, and I'm a John Cena fan, I like John Cena a lot. When I saw the trailer for Freelance, I was like, this looks really bad. <laughs> I have zero interest in watching this movie. So over the weekend, I was looking for something to watch and um, saw this available on VOD now. Decided to give it a shot. It was actually way better than I thought it was, <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. And I don't know if that's because I had zero expectations, but overall, I found it to be a fun little action movie. And again, it's an action comedy. <laughs> this is the genre right here, man. Give me some action. Give me some laughs. Alison Brie is great in everything she does. Um, there's a guy in here, Juan Pablo, uh, Juan Pablo Raba. I feel like I've seen him before, but I can't pinpoint what it is. But he played the president that Alison Brie's character is interviewing. He was hilarious as well. Christian Slater even pops up in this thing. Um, you know, it, like I said, the premise is fun. John Cena's ex-military. He gets hired to go protect Alison Brie while she interviews this dictator. And then all hell breaks loose. Uh, Alice Eve even pops up in this movie as John Cena's wife. 
overall, I thought it was pretty funny and I thought the action was pretty decent. So not a great movie. I'm not regretting that I didn't see this in the theater or anything, but a pleasant surprise. Cause like I said, I really went in with zero expectation and thought this is going to suck. And I ended up being like, you know what? That was actually pretty fun. So I wouldn't um, put a thumbs down on this one. I actually think uh, this deserves a little bit more love out there because I think it went way under the radar uh, overall. So check out Freelance. It's on VOD right now. I don't know when it's going to hit a free streamer, so you have to keep your eyes out for that. Um, But I thought it was a decent little film, and I'd give it three out of five stars. Okay, over on the TV side, the main show I want to talk about is, of course, Reacher Season 2. That's right. Reacher, which I thought Season 1 was really, really strong. And I was curious to see where they would take Season 2. Alan Richson is back, and he is back and better than ever. He has super, super grown into this role, and you can see the growth from Season 1 to Season 2. He's incredible in this season. And what I love about Season 2 is that this one's following a story of the military unit that he led. And it's been years since they've all seen each other, but one of their own from their group gets murdered. And he kind of reassembles the crew to find the killers. And I like that this season has kind of become an ensemble, that it's not just him. He's got his crew around him. And you get to see a different kind of side of Reacher. But he's still so amazingly badass that I absolutely love it. Now, only the first three episodes have dropped. Um, it's going to be a weekly drop after this. I can't wait to get to episode four because I binged the first three very, very quickly because it was so good and I wanted to keep bla- blazing through it. Um, big thumbs up for me. I think season two so far has outweighed season one and I can't wait to see where it takes me at the end of the road. So big thumbs up. That's streaming on Prime Video. Make sure you check that out. A new show that I finally got around to, and I know a lot of people have been asking me if I've watched it, and I haven't, and I finally was like, you know what, I'm jumping into it just because of the word of mouth, and that is The Bear. The Bear is a show that is on Hulu, and it is about basically a little sandwich restaurant in Chicago. Um, The story kind of loosely revolves around uh, Jeremy Allen White who his brother had passed away. He owned the sandwich shop and he left, he left the shop to his brother who is a chef. So he leaves like a high profile chef job to take over this little Chicago kind of sandwich shop and all the hell that breaks loose as he tries to kind of revamp this business that's failing and make it pop. It's very restaurant driven. Now for me, I dig that because I watch like, Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares and Master Chef. Like, I love all the Gordon Ramsay shows. I'm a foodie. I love watching food get put together. And so, this show, mainly really going around the ins and outs of this restaurant, I don't know, clicks with me for some reason. Um, it's an interesting show because I don't feel like it has a very strong narrative, but the dynamic between all the characters trying to make this sandwich shop run. It's just appealing, and I find myself binging the hell through this show. So there's two seasons currently available. I'm on season one. I got two episodes left of season one. I'm on episode seven, and then I'll jump right into season two. But I'm really digging it, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to The Bear. I believe it's already been renewed for season three. And uh, good for the show, man, because I I think it's pretty good. You can check that out once again on Hulu. 
I also checked out the new Legends episode. We talked about this before, Marvel Studios Legends. This is on Disney+. Plus. They drop a new episode before any new Disney Plus or Marvel movie comes out. So they dropped a new episode called Guardians of the Multiverse, which is basically a what-if recap of Season 1, because What If Season 2 is about to drop on Friday. So remember, we're going to get... Uh, nine episodes, one episode every day for What If, and uh, that's going to be pretty cool there. So check out that What If recap over on Legends if you'd like to get caught up to speed. And lastly, another fun little show that I'm way behind, years behind, but I'm making my way through. I just got to season three, is Tacoma FD. This is a show that I've always wanted to watch and just for some reason never got into. And I was kind of looking for a late night show that I can just kind of binge in the background while I'm doing stuff. and I picked Tacoma FD. It's been out for four seasons. I binged through season one and finished season two last night, and I'm starting season three right now. It's a funny-ass show. It reminds me a lot of Reno 911, but with firefighters. It's not as slap slappy happy as Reno 911 is, right? Reno 911 kind of almost borderlines like spoof. Tacoma FD is not as spoofy, but... It's really funny and it's kind of just one of those cheesy comedies about a ragtag group of firefighters. So I really like it. You can binge the first three seasons over on Max right now. And then season four is still only available on demand if you have cable because it's on True TV, I believe. Um, But I'm sure season four will be coming soon to Max as I believe the season has wrapped up now. So just wanted to shout that out as it's a really fun show if you're looking for a good little half hour comedy to check out. So that's what I got for you guys. Um, We on the movie side, we got the family plan of Mark Wahlberg that is streaming now on Apple TV plus three out of five stars freelance with John Cena and Allison Brie. This is on VOD three out of five stars reacher season two, big thumbs up over on prime video Tacoma FD. Uh, once again on Max for the first several seasons And then you have uh, Legends over on Disney Plus With the Guardians of the Multiverse And then The Bear Seasons 1 and 2 streaming over on Hulu Alright, that's what we got Now we're going to of course break down Well before we get to the news We're going to talk the box office So coming in at number 10 is The Shift Number 9 is Poor Things Number 8, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce Number 7, Napoleon Number 6, Wish Number 5, Trolls Band Together which has hit premium VOD this week as well uh, Number 4 is Godzilla Minus 1 Number 3 is The Boy and the Heron Number 2, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes Which has also hit premium VOD as well uh, this week And number 1 is Wonka $39 million, a real nice debut for Wonka Exceeding expectations I did not get a chance to see Wonka this past weekend We are going to watch it within the next week it's a family film, so we got it with Christmas coming. It's just been so busy, but we're going to get the fam together, and we're definitely going to go watch Wonka. My daughter wants to see it. My wife wants to see it. It's just finding the right time to go with everybody. So we'll definitely check out Wonka, and I'll have a review, hopefully by the next episode. Um, but yeah, that's your new number one with $39 million. All right, so that's your box office. Now again, we're going to break down the news from December the 13th through December the 19th. Here's everything that's been going down in that world. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the news of the week. We got a lot of new trailers dropping. The first trailer for Kung Fu Panda 4 has dropped. It's going to be starring Jack Black, Aquafina, who loves to do voice, voice work. I feel like there's not an animated movie that comes out 
anymore without Aquafina. You got Viola Davis, Ian McShane, Dustin Hoffman, and Ki Hu Kwan. It's going to be hitting theaters on March 8th. So keep an eye out for that. Actually, it looks pretty funny, man. I haven't, I don't even know if I've watched any of the Kung Fu Panda movies, um, but this one actually looks pretty funny. We have a new trailer for Alex Garland's new movie, which is called Civil War. It stars Kristen Dunst, Kaylee Spaney, and Jesse Plemons. This is going to hit theaters on April 26th, and this movie looks incredible. Um, I knew nothing about this one. This one doesn't ring a bell. I know I've talked about Civil War from Alex Garland before, but didn't really know what it was going to be. And then you watch the trailer and you're like, this is fucking scary as fuck. Because you're like, this could actually happen. Um, You got to check out this trailer to see it. I'm not even going to try to explain it, but it is what could happen to the United States at any point, most likely. So check out that trailer. Like I said, hits theaters on April 26th. All right, with plenty of time until its February 14, 2025 theatrical release date, Captain America Brave New World from Marvel has hired Matthew Orton to pen some additional scenes and material. We've already talked about before that they're looking to do some reshoots, and this is why the movie was supposed to come out in 2024. They pushed it to 2025 because they want to really redo several key scenes in the movie and kind of add some new stuff. And this shows you how far they're going to it, that they've actually hired a new writer to come in and pen additional scenes of material for this movie, a movie that was already done filming. So very interesting there as they prep to continue that. Uh, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, and Matt Damon might reunite for another Oceans movie. That's right. George Clooney said we have a really good script for another Oceans movie now, so we may end up doing another one. It's a great script. I love to hear it. I love the Oceans movies. Oceans 11 is great. Oceans 12, not so much, but they came back strong with Oceans 13. Um, I know we had the spinoff movie of Oceans 8 with Sandra Bullock, where she was George Clooney's sister. I would love to see this crew get back together and do another Oceans movie. I think that would be fantastic. So I'm glad to hear they got a good script and that they're looking at it. So let's go. Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale's new spy package, Best of Enemies, has officially landed at Amazon MGM Studios after a massive bidding war. So it'll probably get one of those mini theatrical release dates and then go to Prime Video. A new reality show that was going to be following the family of Sean Diddy Combs that was in the early stages of development has been scrapped completely over at Hulu. The news comes following multiple lawsuits against Combs alleging sexual assault. So he has been dropped from that. Smile 2 getting ready to go into production and Naomi Scott has stepped in to star as the lead of the new horror sequel. This is awesome. I love me some Naomi Scott and I need to see more of her. Um, We don't see enough. She was Princess Jasmine in the Aladdin live action movie. She was the Pink Ranger in the new Power Rangers movie from a couple years ago. She's awesome. She was in the Charlie's Angels movie as well. uh, The reboot that came out a couple years ago. We do not see nearly enough of Naomi Scott. She is magnificent, and I'm glad to see her as the lead to Smile. I really like Smile, so seeing her come in for Smile 2 sounds good to me. Josh Dumal set to lead a new action comedy called London Calling. We have the new trailer for Miller's Girl, which is Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman's new drama. I love this trailer as well, too. Jenna Ortega, man, is becoming a star. And, of course, Martin Freeman is fantastic. And this trailer was a plus i thought they you know the job of a trailer is to make you excited for a movie and that's what this trailer did i read the description i read the title and i was like "Eh, i don't know 
And then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh shit, I'm there. Let's do this. So there you go. Netflix uh, has won the bidding war for the untitled Ryan Reynolds heist comedy that he's putting together. So big bidding war between all the top studios went on that one. And Netflix won the bidding war to that one. Uh, There's another Ryan Reynolds one that was being shopped around with Channing Tatum co-starring with him. That bidding war was won by Warner Brothers. So there was two big movies out there. Netflix got one and Warner Brothers got the other. Uh, Mark Ruffalo-led HBO drama Famar of Easttown Creator has cast two additional roles to it. Um, let's see here. I don't remember if it was anybody even. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm James Lovino, and I'm here to tell you about Alternate Sides, a movie podcast with a twist. I've worked in the film business for two decades, but I haven't actually seen that many movies, and this has been driving my frequent collaborator, Sam, a self-confessed film snob, crazy. So every week, while he's stuck in his car trying to avoid getting a parking ticket, thanks to New York City's alternate side parking regulations, we discuss a classic film I've finally just gotten around to seeing, Alternate Sides, a new podcast about movies, parking, and a 25-year friendship, wherever you get your podcasts. Was it anybody even worth uh, Amelia Jones and Thuso Madubu have joined the cast? So, yeah, not even really big names, um, but good to see that shaping up because I think that's going to be a really good show here with Mark Ruffalo. Uh, the creator has officially dropped on Hulu. So if you haven't, if you missed the sci-fi action movie in the theaters back in September, you can now stream it over on Hulu. It's pretty good, man. It's definitely worth the stream. Star Trek Section 31 production is about to start for the Michelle Yeoh-led Star Trek original movie that's coming to Paramount+. Plus. Barbie breaks the Critics' Choice record with 18 nominations. That's right, we have the full nomination list revealed for the Critics' Choice Awards. Check that out. Uh, I've got an article up with director Damien Leone talking about what he has planned for Terrifier 3, so check that out if you're interested. Netflix is a joke. Uh, has revealed its lineup for 2024, so keep your eye out on that. Remember, What If Season 2 starts streaming on December 22nd on um, Disney+, Plus, and we do have a new trailer for it, so tis the season for nine new episodes, and remember, uh, new episodes every day starting December 22nd. Mark Wahlberg gives an update on his 70s TV show series that will finally be happening. That's right, The Six Billion Dollar Man. This is a movie I think about all the time because I've been doing this show like 10 years. And I think I have been talking about this Six Billion Dollar Man movie with Mark Wahlberg since like 2016. I feel like it has just been forever. But Mark says it looks like it's finally happening and moving forward. I think this is going to be a really cool movie. So hopefully they do get to put that one together. A24 and Prime Video animated series is coming out called Has Been Hotel, and it's going to center on the Princess of Hell. So there you go. Uh, Check out the trailer for that. Chicago Fire um, is going to be recruiting a How to Get Away with Murder alum for season, season 12. Dean Norris is joining Law and Order Organized Crime as Stabler's brother in the upcoming season of Law and Order OC. America's Most Wanted is bringing back John Walsh as a co-host, so that's pretty cool there. Anthony Anderson is set to host the 2023 Emmys. 
Taylor Swift's Errors Tour movie is now available to rent. That's right, rent. You can't buy it yet, but you can rent it for $19.89. So watch your heart out for two days with this rental. Uh, Hopefully it'll be available to buy soon because my daughter is freaking out waiting to watch this thing again. (laughs) Uh, Trevor Noah is going to be returning as a Grammys host. Kevin Hart is set to star in Fight Night, which is going to be a new crime drama that's coming to Peacock. Uh, This is some big news here, man. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is set to play MMA fighter Mark Kerr in an upcoming A24 movie. That's right. He's going to be taking his most dramatic role to date in a new A24 project from one half of the Uncut Gems team, Benny Safdie, as he will play Mark Kerr in a new movie called The Smashing Machine. So this is big news, man. A lot of people really excited to see The Rock Step out of his comfort zone as just a big action star to go into an A24 drama. I know he's still playing like a fighter with MMA and everything, but this is a guy who was addicted to drugs and had a lot of crazy stuff going on in his life. So this is going to take some acting chops, and I'm excited to see The Rock do it because we haven't seen him really stretch since he did like Snitch and like Faster, which were many, many, many years ago. So I'm very excited about this, and I think uh, this is going to be a real nice turn for him. So keep an eye out on that. Christopher Abbott is going to be officially replacing Ryan Gosling in the Wolfman movie. That's right. Uh, Christopher Abbott, currently on screens and Poor Things, will replace Ryan Gosling to star in Blumhouse and Universal Pictures' werewolf thriller as being directed by Invisible Man filmmaker Lee Wanall. So there you go. Ryan Gosling was attached for a long time. He's still going to be an executive producer, but he had to drop out. And uh, Christopher Abbott is stepping in. Curb Your Enthusiasm is officially ending with season 12, which will premiere on February 4th on HBO and Max. The 10-episode season will conclude with a series finale on April 7th. Uh, Larry David says, as Curb comes to an end, I will now have the opportunity to finally shed this Larry David persona and live a normal life. So there you go there. Um, We have the new teaser trailer for If. If is a new movie um, starring Ryan Reynolds, um, and it's got a big voice cast because this is, if stands for imaginary friend. So what if everything you believed as a kid was real from the imagination of John Krasinski enter a world you have to believe to see the new trailer for if coming to cinemas in 2024. This trailer is fantastic. My daughter watched this trailer over and over and over again. She was like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Um, it is a family film. And like I said, it's got a bunch of imaginary friend creatures, animated people, things that have come to life, and they're all voiced by massive stars, massive stars. I mean, let me see if I can get get the uh, full list here of uh, all the names, because there's so many big names coming to this movie right here. 2024, written and directed by John Krasinski. Um, Man, where's, oh, there we go. Hold on. Let's see here. It is all right. Ryan Reynolds, Kaylee Fleming, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Emily Blunt, Maya Rudolph, Bobby Moynihan, Sebastian Maniscalco, Richard Jenkins, John Krasinski, Fiona Shaw, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Christopher Maloney, and Aquafina. Holy shit! That is a crazy ass cast. This movie looks awesome, man. I'm very excited for if. Uh, Girls 5 Eva is coming back And I'm excited about it I love this show This ran for a couple seasons on Peacock Then Peacock cancelled it And then Netflix picked it up All episodes will start premiering on March 14th So looking forward to the new season Back on Netflix March 14th Girls 5 Eva 
All right, guys. Eddie Murphy returning in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Cop Axel F. That is the official movie. It is technically Beverly Hills Cop 4. It premieres summer of 2024, and we got the first trailer. It's fantastic. This is just a little minute and a half teaser, but, man, it takes you back to those original films. This looks awesome. I'm so excited for Axel F. Keep an eye out for it this summer on Netflix. Kiki Palmer, Pete Davidson have joined Eddie Murphy. Speaking of Eddie Murphy, they've joined Eddie Murphy in his new comedy, The Pickup Cast. So that sounds really good there. Um, Sean Levy has also signed on to direct Ryan Reynolds' new heist comedy that Netflix just picked up. So we continue to see these two work together. They did Free Guy. They did The Adam Project. They're currently doing Deadpool 3. And now they're going to reunite on this new heist comedy that is coming to Netflix. Very cool there. It is official. Platonic has been renewed for season two. This is the Seth Rogen, um, Rose Byrne comedy that is on Apple TV+. Plus. We talked about it on last week's show that Seth Rogen was saying, I think I feel pretty good about it. And then a couple days later, of course, we got the official announcement. I'm very excited about this. As Platonic was one of my favorite shows of 2023. So very excited that it's coming back for season two. William Brent Bell is actively developing a horror sequel for Orphan. That's right, Orphan 3 officially in the works. We have the trailer for He Went That Way, which is Jacob Elordi's new serial killer thriller movie. So keep your eye out on that. Alexander Skarsgård is set to star in a new Apple TV Plus sci-fi series called Murderbot. New Bluey episodes will be heading to Disney Plus in 2024. Um, we have the trailer for The Promised Land, which is Mads Mikkelsen's new historical drama. Carrie Scoglin is set to helm the Wheel of Time prequel movie called The Age of Legends. Um, we have some plot details for the new Disney spinoff, Mufasa the Lion King. So keep your eyes and ears open for that if you'd like to learn more about Mufasa. You know, what's really crazy is I feel like Mufasa has been in the works for like three years, four years at this point. I'm just like, is this movie ever going to come out? Like, <laughs> it's it's long overdue. Uh, Good Omens is coming back for season three over on Amazon, but it will also serve as the series finale. So that's right. Season three will be the end of the ride there. Uh, Joe McHale's comedy Animal Control is going to have a cameo episode with uh, Ken Jeong. So that'll be pretty cool there. A little um, community reunion. Um, let's see here. A24 is actually going to be making the Death Stranding movie. Death Stranding is a video game that came out a couple years ago and was highly regarded. Uh, they've been wanting to make a movie version of it. And now A24 is going to do it. So, you know, we talked about a while ago that A24 wanted to get into bigger movies and, and, um, you know, bigger IP just to not always be the little indie darling that they are. So very cool here to see them making this video game. So I love that. Uh, Fox has ordered a new crime drama series called Murder in a Small Town. This will be co-starring Kristen Kruk from Smallville. So very cool there. Nine Perfect Strangers is gearing up for season two. And they've added Addie, uh, Annie Murphy from uh, Schitt's Creek and Christine Baranski to the cast for season two there. Lisa Kudrow is joining her felly, uh, fellow Emmy winner Ray Romano in the new Netflix comedy No Good Deed. So nice addition there to that. The Tourist, which was a Max original show, then they renewed it for season two, and then they canceled the show, and then season two was looking for a home. Netflix has swooped in to uh, seal the deal, so they are going to air season one. They've taken the rights to season one, and they will air the upcoming season two. So good to see Netflix come to save the day for The Tourist. 
The Traders is coming soon for season two over on Peacock, and we have the first trailer for that. George Clooney and Adam Sandler are set to star in a new movie from Noah Baumbach. Interesting pairing here. I really like this. George Clooney and Adam Sandler. Let's see what they could do together. I really, really dig it. Uh, We talked about Olivia Wilde producing and putting together this movie called Naughty. uh, That's going to be a new Christmas comedy coming from Universal. It is now official. She will direct the movie. So she's taking on direct direct duties over on this movie. So pretty cool there. Um, Let's see. We talked about Kirby Enthusiasm. We have the trailer for They Turned Us Into Killers, which previews a new horror movie starring Taryn, uh, Taryn Manning. Um, John Hamm set to lead his own Apple TV plus drama. Your friends and neighbors is the name of the show that's coming soon. And, uh, yeah, it will be led by John Hamm, which is pretty cool there. He's been popping up in a lot of other people's series this year and he's great. He's great in Fargo season five right now. He was awesome this season on the morning show. So I'm glad to see him getting his own starring vehicle. We have the trailer for the bricklayer, which previews Aaron Eckhart's new action thriller. Ridley Scott is set to helm a new action thriller for 20th century studios. It's going to be called bomb. Um, the truth about Mrs. Claus is a new movie that's going to be in the works over on Amazon. So we're getting that over there. I believe it's based on a book, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one there. Um, let's see. Kingdom of the planet of the apes supposedly will start a new trilogy and that the timeline is about 300 years after the last apes movie, which was war. Right, War of the Planet of the Apes. I believe that was the third one from the last trilogy. This takes place 300 years later. Um, and yes, if it does good, they're going to continue as always, but they are intending it to be a new trilogy. So we'll see if it makes the money it needs to. I'm excited about this movie. Definitely one of my most anticipated. So looking forward to that. Jason Momoa talking about his future of Zaquaman in the DCU. He said, it's not looking too good. I'm glad to hear that Jason Momoa is understanding what we've all been saying. Um, You know, we've been saying it for a long time. The DCEU is dead. Aquaman's the last movie. But, you know, for the last year, Jason Momoa's been like, I'm Aquaman. I'm always going to be Aquaman. This is my shit. And now to hear him be like, it's not looking too good. (laughs) It's really funny to me. Because he's finally seeing it, man. This is the end of the road for the DCEU. We're going to take a year off, and then everything's going to reset. And in 2025, you're getting the new Superman, kicking off the new DCU with James Gunn. And, um, yeah, that's it, man. And, you know, it's very hit and miss what I'm hearing about Aquaman 2 right now. Um, I'm going to the pre-screening tomorrow in IMAX. I'm hoping for the best. I've seen some reviews say it's pretty good. I've seen some reviews say for every good thing in the movie, there's a bad thing. The reviews are under embargo still, which is not a good sign when the movie literally comes out tomorrow. Um, So who knows, man? Who knows what we're going to get? I did really enjoy the first Aquaman movie, so I am hoping for the best, uh, especially as it's the end of the DCEU era. Um, But we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, it's not looking too good, says Jason Momoa. Children of Blood and Bone, the old guard director is set to helm the Paramount Fantasy movie. So pretty cool there. Uh, Warner Brothers, like I talked about earlier, acquired the rights to Ryan Reynolds and Channing Tatum's new action comedy, Calamity Hustle. That's the name of that one. So like I said, Warner Brothers gets that one, and the heist movie is going to Netflix. We have the new trailer for Origin, which is a new drama from Ava DuVernay. Uh, Yellow Jacket Season 3, they are working on it. They have not started filming yet. Showrunners are working on the script, say they have a really good season penned out, and we'll go from there. 
Uh, Twisters, the upcoming disaster sequel, is not continuing from the original movie story. So there you go. There it is set in the same world, but they're not just picking up and continuing the story from that 90s film. So there you go for any confusion there. Um, we have the trailer for the American Society of Magical Negroes. Uh, this is Justice Smith's new comedy that's coming out, I believe, in March. And I saw this title and I was like, what in the hell? And then I watched the trailer and it's hilarious. This movie looks really good and definitely intrigued now to check this one out. You got David Allen Greer in here. Uh, magic. It's it's black people using magic to help white people feel better about themselves. It's hilarious. This trailer looks great and I'm excited for this movie now. Colin Trevorrow has set up a new sci-fi thriller series over at Amazon. It's called uh, Halasan. So look, keep an eye out for that. Uh, Vampires of the Velvet Lounge is casting and it includes Mina Savari, uh, Ditchin Lockman, Stephen Dorff, and Rosa Salazar. So nice little cast there for Vampires of the Velvet Lounge. Um, the Witcher's Freya Allen is set to star in a new fantasy horror thriller called Triton. Mayim Bialik is out as Jeopardy host. Sony has informed her that she will no longer be hosting. Ken Jennings will be the sole host going forward. They said basically they only did it to avoid confusion, right? Because people were confused. Like, why is she hosting one time? And why is he hosting another time? And, you know, why do they got two hosts? It doesn't make any sense. So to avoid brand confusion, they're just going to stick with Ken. And uh, Mayim is out. So very unfortunate. There for that. Alrighty, let's see what we got here. A sheriff centric Fire Country spin off is being eyed over at CBS. So, yes, they're looking. I think Fire, I can't remember if Fire Country is continuing or if it's been canceled. Um, but yeah, they are looking to spin off in that universe with a sheriff centric version. Uh, it's official that Magnum PI will end with a two hour season finale. Um, coming really soon here to NBC and Peacock. We have the first trailer for Justin Hartley's new show, Tracker, which is coming to CBS. And this is his first show post uh, This Is Us. So looking forward to checking this one out. Linda Cardellini has also joined No Good Deed, which we talked about earlier. It's a new Netflix comedy um, that's starring Ray Romano and Lisa Kudrow. So nice addition here with Linda Cardellini, who I love, and she's great in everything. And this is also from the executive producer of Dead to Me, which I also loved with her. So pretty cool there. Very excited to announce that Power um, Book Four <laughs> Force uh, has been renewed for season three over in Stars. This is the show that follows Tommy from the original series. I love Force, and uh, second season was great. Looking very forward to it coming back for season three, hopefully back by next summer. All righty, trugging along here. Cliffhanger 2 is a go. That's right. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is coming back uh, with playing director at the helm. So um, I forget his name. Is it Rick Romanois? I believe Rick Romanois uh, is going to be the director of, of uh, Cliffhanger 2. And uh, yeah, Stallone coming back, man. So I'm ready. I love Cliffhanger growing up. Netflix has announced that they're going to be doing a new One Piece anime series. Jacob Elordi will be the first host of SNL for 2024 with musical guest Renee Rapp. The new show's Beacon 23 has been renewed for season two over on MGM+. I have the show on my queue. I haven't watched a single episode yet. <laughs> Trying to find the time. Um, but hey, good, good news on it to come back already for season two in the middle of season one. So that's always a good sign. Thank you, MGM+. 
Um, so we talked about Wonka. Um, it did better than expected with a $39 million domestic debut and a $151.4 million global debut, um, which was ahead of expectations all the way around. So very strong there. In some big news that happened, uh, God, what was it yesterday? Yesterday, the day before, Jonathan Majors was found guilty of assault and harassment. That's right. A New York jury had found Marvel actor Jonathan Majors guilty of assault in the third degree and guilty of harassment. And therefore, um, quickly after, we got the news that Marvel Studios has officially parted ways with Jonathan Majors. The actor was cast to play Kang, the central antagonist in the multiverse saga of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, after he was convicted of his two counts of misdemeanor and harassment and assault. He had been let go by Marvel and Disney. So there you go, man. You know, when uh, they said that he was found guilty, I texted our group chat and I said, only a matter of time now before we hear that he's done as Kang. And like an hour later, Marvel Studios dropped him following the guilty verdict. So you could tell that Marvel knew what they were doing, right? Marvel probably had it down. We have option A and option B. If he's not guilty, we continue with him as Kang. If he's guilty, he's out of here. And unfortunately, it landed on option B. So he's out. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. Is it still going to be the Kang Dynasty? Or are they going to recast? Or are we just going to... just as As I heard... It's just being labeled as Avengers 5, like behind the scenes. It's no longer labeled the King Dynasty. We know that we had a new screenwriter um, added to it a couple, like a month ago. We know that the previous director that was going to do King Dynasty had dropped out. So it sounds like things were already moving in this direction, um, but now it's just official. So we'll keep you posted what happens there. Warrior has been canceled again. That's right. This was a Cinemax show. It got canceled. Then it went to Max. And now Max has canceled Warrior again. But Netflix is picking up the non-exclusive rights to season three um, or to the three existing seasons. So all three seasons, Netflix will pick up the rights to it. Now, they're saying Warrior is expected to debut on Netflix in February of 2024. And if it does well, Netflix could presumably order a new season of the drama based on an original concept and treatment by Bruce Lee. Um, so, you know what? If you want more Warrior, I suggest you watch it on Netflix, and we'll see if they end up saving it there. Um, we have the Season 3 trailer for La Brea. This is the final season, so check that out to see what's coming. Um, Timothy Chalamet is going to be starring in a new mysterious ping pong project, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um the Bike Riders, they released a new trailer for the Tom Hardy and Austin Butler movie that's coming uh, next summer, so keep that out. Rick and Morty Season 7 is coming next month to Max for streaming. A Wednesday spinoff is coming to Netflix, so it's an early development over on Netflix starring Uncle Fester. That's right. Um, so, I don't know, man. I don't know if we really need an Uncle Fester show. I love Fred Armisen, but I don't know if I need it, but... um. That's what they're in development on right now. Trolls Band Together, like I said, this is on premium VOD as of this week. So is uh, Hunger Games, The Ballads of Songbirds and Snakes. So if you haven't didn't get to see those in the theater, you can rent them right now on premium VOD. Uh, Steven Spielberg says he is moving forward with his new movie, Bullet, which will star Bradley Cooper. This is a remake, um, but it is moving forward. We have the new trailer for The Kitchen, which is Daniel Kaluuya's feature directorial debut. Matt Reeves, we've talked about for the last couple of years, since the Batman came out, 
they said they were going to do an Arkham Asylum series. Now it has been confirmed that the Arkham series will be a part of James Gunn's new DCU. So even though the Batman, the upcoming Penguin show that's on HBO Max, those are Elseworld. They are not a part of the new DCU. But this Arkham series will be. And that is really, really interesting. And it actually makes me more excited for the show because whoever we see in this Arkham is going to be people that we're going to see in our new Batman movie, in our new DCU universe. And that is really, really exciting. So very cool there. Um, Matt Reeves is still developing this. So he's going to develop this in the DCU and then continue to do his other stuff outside of the DCU. So pretty cool. Netflix is developing multiple TV spinoffs that will be based on Extraction and Peaky Blinders, among others. So looking to uh, really capitalize on their catalog there. There's a new monster movie or creature feature, they like to say, coming out next year called Ick. And they're saying that this is shot in the vein uh, or the spirit of the blob. So kind of an old school creature feature. I love that it's just called Ick. I, I would love to see more, man. Definitely very excited to see what they do with that. Um, we have the episode titles for What If. Like I said, these start on December 22nd. And supposedly episode one will be Nebula What If. Now remember, What If? And then here's the titles, right? Nebula joined the Nova Corps. Episode two, Peter Quill attacked Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Episode three, Happy Hogan saved Christmas. Number four, Iron Man crashed into the Grand Master. Uh, episode five, Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper. Episode six, Kahori reshaped the world. Episode seven, Hela found the Ten Rings. Episode eight, the Avengers assembled in 1602. And episode nine, Strange Supreme intervened. So there you go. That's what's coming for What If this week. We also got a drop on a new teaser trailer for Marvel's Echo. That's right. Get ready. Um, all five episodes, and I can't believe it's only five episodes, all five episodes of Echo will arrive on January 9th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, exclusively on Disney Plus and Hulu. That's right, but make sure your Disney Plus profile is set to TVMA to stream this show because it is the first TVMA Marvel Studios project. And this little teaser is only like a minute long. And it's fantastic. It looks so good. Like I said, man, I really had no want or desire to see Echo. And after that first trailer, my anticipation went up. After this one, I'm super stoked. Just sad it's only five episodes now. Uh, so check that out. Also, just dropped yesterday on PVOD is Silent Night. That's right. John Woo's new action thriller starring Joel Kinnaman has hit VOD just two two or three weeks after its release. I just saw this movie in the theater um, at the beginning of the month. Like, I think, I think on December 2nd, I was at the theater watching this movie. And now on December 19th, this thing's on PVOD already. So that was hella fast. Yeah, this movie didn't do very good in the theater. It was a fun movie, though, man. No dialogue, but a fun action movie. Check it out if you're interested. Um, let's see... We already talked about that. Adam Sandler going to star in a new movie called Spaceman. It's going to be about an astronaut that realizes that the marriage he left behind might not be waiting for him when he returns to Earth. Des uh, desperate to fix things with his wife, who's played by Carrie Mulligan, he is helped by a mysterious ancient creature that's played by Paul Dano. Uh, he finds hiding... Um, 
let's see here, sorry, that he finds hiding in the bowels of his ship. This is going to be coming to Netflix on March 1st, 2024. Let's keep an eye out for that, the Spaceman. Um, very sad to tell you guys that what we do in the shadows is ending. That's right. What we do in the shadows will end officially with season six over on FX. Very big bummer here. We love what we do in the shadows. So funny. Um, but Hey, you know, it's better to wrap it up at a decent time before stretching it too long to where people complain that it's not as good as it once was. So go out on top guys. Season six will be the end. Angela Bassett will star in The President. Um, well, she'll, she'll star as The President, sorry, in a new movie called Zero Day. Zero Day will be a new conspiracy thriller series that will also star Robert De Niro, Dan Stevens, Matthew Modine, Lizzie Kaplan, Jesse Plemons, Joan Allen, and Connie Britton. Wow, hell of a cast. This will be coming soon to Netflix as well. We do have a little teaser trailer, and when I say little, I mean little. It's only 25 seconds long. For Spaceman, the Adam Sandler one we just talked about, March 1st, 2024. We have the new poster for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. That's right, this hits theaters on March 29th, 2024. Check out the new poster, it looks pretty badass. We have the new trailer for Love Lies Bleeding. That's right, Revenge Gets Ripped. Um, Rose Glasses, Love Lies Bleeding, starring Kristen Stewart, Katie O'Brien, and Ed Harris, will hit theaters on March 8th. This looks like a really good movie as well, also from A24. We have the trailer for Land of Bad, which stars Liam Hemsworth and Russell Crowe. It's a new action thriller. Uh, Let's see here. We have the trailer for Expots, which is Prime Video's uh, new show that's coming soon, starring Nicole Kidman. Dogman is releasing in March for Luke Besson's new thriller, starring Caleb Landry. They are... Speedly going to be doing Five Nights at Freddy's 2. That's right. This movie was just out a couple months ago, and they're saying that part two will literally come out in a year, next October 2024. That's right. For another Halloween release, Five Nights at Freddy's 2, shooting in spring of 2024, and will release by Halloween next year. That is crazy. There's not many movies that literally do a year back-to-back unless the movies were filmed back-to-back. So you could tell they had a script ready to go in the event that this thing was a winner, and it was. Very big financial win for Blumhouse. It's their biggest movie ever. And, um, yeah, so get ready, man. Five Nights at Freddy's 2 literally coming out in a year. Uh, Let's see. Zack Snyder says his Rebel Moon movie director's cut is almost like a different movie. Yeah, because that one's... R-rated and it's a lot longer So I bet it does feel like a different movie As he's had to try to trim this thing down For the theatrical release And the early release for Netflix Now this movie comes out on Netflix This weekend Um, Looking to watch it this weekend I'm supposed to be having the guys over And we're going to blow it on up Turn up the surround sound And see what Zack Snyder has to deliver for us I wish it was the director's cut Because I really want to see his original vision. All of Zack Snyder's director's cuts are better than the theatrical versions. Um, Especially if he intended it to be his director's cut, right? And he had to trim the movie down to this one. This is not his original vision. This is PG-13. So he's definitely held back a little bit. Can't wait to see the director's cut. And then remember part two of this, uh, Rebel Moon, comes out in April. The Crow is getting a 4K upgrade and it's going to be heading to Paramount Plus. So very excited about this. The Crow is one of my all-time favorite movies. I want a new 4K upgrade full show and hopefully they put it up for sale as it hits Paramount Plus because I will buy the hell out of this thing. 
uh, Thanksgiving is also now on PVOD. So a lot of movies hitting premium VOD this week, which makes a lot of sense. They know everybody's going to be off for Christmas and people are going to be chilling. So lots of movies to watch and check out. So definitely check out uh, Thanksgiving, which was a lot of fun, man. Uh, the X-Files reboot from Ryan Coogler is still in the works. They're moving forward on that. My Life with the Walter Boys has earned a speedy season two renewal over on Netflix. The Buccaneers has been renewed for season two over on Apple TV+. Percy Jackson and the Olympians has officially debuted on Disney+. And Hulu. Hulu will have the first couple episodes uh, as well. But definitely check this out. This is on my queue now. I will definitely probably be reviewing this by the next episode. Looking forward to checking out this new version of Percy Jackson. Um, this is pretty cool here. Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso and Octavia Spencer will star together in an action adventure series that's being billed as Thema and Luis meets Jack Ryan. Interesting. It will follow. It followed an intense bidding war, but Amazon won the rights to the show, so this will be coming to Prime Video. I love Hannah Waddington, uh, Waddingham, and I love Octavia Spencer. I think this is going to be really interesting and excited to see what they do with it over on Amazon. Um, and lastly, some big news that just dropped, uh, earlier was that Warner brothers discovery and Paramount global have held some talks about a potential merger of the two media companies. This was broken news today by variety and, um, yeah, man, you know, Warner brothers looking to acquire Paramount and they'll merge into one company. This would be a big merger, man, especially to think you can merge Paramount plus into max. There's a lot that they could do with this. So we'll keep you posted on this kind of breaking news. All we know is that the two presidents met together and they started talking about what a potential merger could look like. We'll see where it goes. So very, very interesting. All right, guys, that'll do it here tonight. I know we're hitting the home close to that hour mark, only 51 minutes. A lot to talk about with that extra day lined up in here. But um, thank you so much for hanging with me. Thank you so much for being patient, waiting that extra day to get the episode. Uh, I appreciate you always do when you guys do that for me. All right. Shout out. Amiontheair.com is our official webpage. Make sure you bookmark it and check it out. It's got all our links to everything right there. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Make sure you follow us on Twitter or X at amiontheair. Myself directly at dxdonmega. Same tags over on threads. So if you're on threads instead of Twitter, Make sure you follow us at the same handles. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Pandora. We're on everything, so make sure you subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Make sure you also subscribe to us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all simply at Am I on the Air. Thank you to our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on X at Red Dragons Radio and at Pop Culture underscore Pros, reddragonsradio.com. We appreciate you guys always streaming our show on demand. Very, very much appreciated. And that will do it for us here tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week, but it'll be after Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I hope you all have an amazing weekend with family and friends, a good chill Christmas Eve, a good chill Christmas. I hope you guys aren't working too hard. And then we'll follow it up with the best present you can ever ask for, a new episode of Am I on the Air? So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, guys, peace. Red Dragons!